0: Hey, that's a, that's a question for both you guys. So you just answered it. The only thing you've ever thrown in the trash yeah. is a bottle of mint. What what, if, what gear have you thrown away, Dusty? <laughs> hey, everybody. Welcome to It's Just Bodybuilding. Myself, Big Ron Parlo. Of course, I'm here with Dusty Hanshaw and Scott McNally, the producer. Not just our producer.
1: Yeah. He's I the like producer. that. Wow. I like that. The producer. It's
0: the is the important part. Remember, like, share, subscribe, comment,
2: and... Ring the bell.
0: Ring the bell. And of course, remember, very important, Mutant, right here, I'm wearing the Germany shirt that you guys probably can't get. There we go. Remember, Mutant uh, supports not only Dusty and I uh, as uh, endorsed athletes, but uh, uh, they support the show, they love what we're doing, and they don't tell us to do anything. Other than, you know, be awesome. So uh, <laughs> thanks to Mutant. Remember to go to immutant.com and uh, use your code DUSTY20 because it's his birthday yesterday. Yes. So DUSTY20. If you really don't like Dusty, you can use Big Ron 20 as well. But it's not about <laughs> me. The month of May is not about me. So uh, there you go. And remember, of course, there is a Patreon for the Think Big Bodybuilding Network. Scott McNally running multiple shows doing all this work um, you know thousands of podcasts under his belt now So go to the patreon throw 5 bucks a month for the price of a cup of coffee you can support Scott
2: i don't Thanks, know what that is where you get the coffee too i mean like it was starbucks you can give him a lot yeah, of money
1: might be yeah 750 yeah. you know something like that a day you yeah. Mug. yes you should yes. yes yeah thank you guys for your support on patreon i appreciate it yeah awesome awesome
0: and uh, yeah, so we're happy to be back. I'm uh, I'm happy to be here. I had a good week. And what's the first topic, Scott? People like this leaping right into the first topic thing. They and do. We were we were going to discuss whether ChatGPT, yeah, yeah. Can replace all of us bodybuilding coaches.
1: Yes, yes. <laughs> Is it possible? So we figured we would ask ChatGPT some questions, and and see what it came up with. And um, I know you were asking it some questions. I've got mine pulled open. I know you've got it pulled open on your phone, Ron. I'll, I'll start us out. I wanna run this by you, cause I'm curious to hear what you guys have to think or, or think about this one. I asked ChatGPT, uh, can you put together a push pull leg split for me? And here's what I got. And honestly, I'm gonna tell you the truth. I don't think this is too awful. I mean, we're starting out with barbell bench press, Incline dumbbell press, standard military press, uh, lateral raises, uh, cable tricep pushdowns and seated overhead uh, tricep extensions. So it looks like there's like four sets of the heavier. It looks like, you know, four. It looks like about seven sets per body part ballpark, something like that. Mm-hmm. And then right. six sets for arms. I mean, i I don't I mean, I, I don't know if you if you guys and I would use the same amount of like if it's not perfect, you know what I mean? I might not use three to four sets or whatever, but that structure doesn't look bad to me. You know, what no. And you know how like programs on
0: paper all look so similar too. as long yeah. as the exercise order makes sense. The, yeah. the volume can be adjusted later. You can figure that out later based on feedback, you know, and how people adapt. And mm-hmm. you know, obviously, if it's a push pull legs, they're probably hitting everything twice a week. It's probably three three one or a three one. I'm not yeah. sure what they're suggesting there. Yeah, they but didn't
1: say. So that's kind of an important thing. It looks like they left they
2: out it. it. Yeah, sorry.
1: <laughs> I didn't know if you can
2: call it an it. Now I don't know how that works. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to offend ChatGPT. Be
0: called
1: an it, Dusty. <laughs>
2: What, what do you guys think
1: about deadlifts at the it's, start? Its
0: pronouns are Terminator. <laughs> Terminator and kill. And apparently it's vague. Also, um,
2: yes. Let's the, see here. the
0: things. See it even through the face pulls in, so that takes care of how the rear delts were kind of missing on the push yeah. on, the, on the on the shoulder day, right? Like it's it's pretty good.
2: What about I the mean, deadlifts first? Do you guys like deadlifts first? I don't know. Work ah. for Dusty. Yeah, (laughs) I'm I'm okay with that because the answer is that's where they are for a while, and then later you move them. I mean, I've done that. Okay, yeah, you guys have all done that. Where it's like, yep, oh, I want a new program. I'm like, all right, cool. Then uh, start with the pull ups. Yeah. Then do your barbell rows. Then do your deadlifts. There's your new program. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. It's that. It's literally (laughs) that complicated.
1: Yeah. And then on legs, it looks like it was starting with uh, squats. So. Yeah, barbell squats, then Romanian deads, then leg press, then leg extensions, and then hamstring curls, and then can't forget the calves. Got three sets of calf raises there. So the, the, the volume, only problem I
2: have with this yeah. is the calf raises are last, which means every single one of us just left the gym after hamstring curls. <laughs> you got to do calves first or you're not doing them. Like this I is literally not huh? That's just a fact. Or you're Scott and you don't do them ever. And we ever. don't like you. Yeah. Um. Right.
0: <laughs> I have a client with really huge calves, like freakishly, freakishly huge calves. Shout out yeah. to Ray. Yeah. And uh, I helped him the other day with a workout. And we did, I helped him with shoulders. And then uh, afterwards he goes, I'm going to do some calves. And I go, Oh, okay. So um, for your calf program, um, I'm going to go do four sets of 10. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, on this Danny Caff race, and you can go sit at the bar and drink a shake. Yeah. You go yeah. get a smoothie. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. Yeah.
1: See, I, I, I think
0: here's the thing that most people need to realize now at this point. Yeah, a ton, and I'm talking a massive number of these big time coaches that have a lot of clients. They're already AIing. A whole ton of their work. You're not even talking to them half the time. Same with the OnlyFans girls you're following. A lot of them, you're not really talking to them. They're not really telling you how hot and sexy your message was. No, no. <laughs> a lot of that's bots. A lot of that's bots, or they're paying someone to do it. You know, five bucks a, a day in another country. But yeah, yeah. These AI bots are definitely being used in the fitness. I I know people who have told me that. They're just doing all of their programming with, with AI now. They don't write a single program. You're kidding they just, me. Yep. Yeah, they just ask for a program, and if it's too similar to the one they already gave the person, they just ask for another one. It spits out a variation of it, and they're like, that's good, and they send it. Copy, paste, send. Small edit. Maybe it gets one thing wrong. They're like, ah, I want biceps on that day, and they just move it, cut, paste, move, and just send it off.
1: All right. And I got another um, I got another one, guys, then. They, what oh. about What about the diet aspect of things? I said... Uh, I said a contest prep diet for a two hundred pound bodybuilder, and here's it's what I got. Those are probably going to fall off in my brain. Okay, <laughs> we got six egg whites, two whole eggs for meal one. We got so we have six meals. Each meal has it looks like eight ounces of uh, of meat, except for the first meal is six egg whites and two whole eggs, a cup of oats, and one banana. Then it's going to be chicken and brown rice with veggies chicken or uh, beef and sweet potato and veggies ground turkey or turkey breast eight ounces with some quinoa and veggies I mean honestly if you were to put somebody on this diet they're not necessarily gonna get into shape I mean they might but I feel like it, it's a start <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean that, like that's 16
0: weeks out that diet yeah. right there that's that's let's fire it up see if you lose weight or gain weight this week right we're right not sure let's just see what happens oh you're down one pound okay we're headed in the right direction let's just take out the quinoa or you know quinoa or whatever you call it yeah like that's
1: that's totally it so the diet itself that diet's not going to work right like you're not going to be able to use that diet so how would you use ChatGPT gpt then i mean because that's where things get tricky can you be like okay i followed your diet ChatGPT, gpt and i lost two pounds what should i do you know what I mean? Well, that's it's like, the, or I'm that's not the losing weight. The
2: with, problem with those across the board is, um, like, the, f- the first thing that jumped out to me right there yeah. is I would never tell someone to eat eight ounces of ground turkey because that's so wide open. Is it 93.7? Is it 99.1? I made, made a, a mistake. It's a turkey breast. It's a turkey yeah. breast. So. You know, but that's a game changing thing. Same thing, it said ground beef, but it didn't say what the percent was. Yeah. Um, that's, that's where things get thrown off. And the reason it matters is exactly what you just said, which is I tell all my clients up front when they start, listen, if you're following a decent diet, the first item I am gonna send you is going to look a lot like what you're doing. Don't worry. Yeah. I'm going to do a little mm-hmm. tweak. Then we're going to watch for probably two or three weeks before I change anything else. Then your body mm-hmm. will start talking. Then we start making adjustments. So to answer the question, if you came to me and said, I'm going to follow this diet starting today. And my goal is to lose weight. I'd be like, that's fine. And in a week or two, I'd start adjusting the diet you're following. So the start point is just data that you adjust with. Yeah, a lot
0: of of times stepping in to help someone is sort of like, imagine like the pilot of an airplane getting up out of his seat, stepping aside, and you get in the seat. And you sit down and you put the buckles on. But he has it. He's already flying. I can do that. You don't even have to touch any knobs for a while. You just sit down and you're like, okay, yeah, I'm flying the plane now. Where are we going? Oh, you're just looking at, you know, like nothing needs to be, it's not like you hop in the seat and immediately start steering the plane. <laughs> it's already, <laughs> already flying somewhere. <laughs> yeah, it definitely <Dusty laughs> might. That's just for fun.
2: Let's try what this button does. Yeah. I can see Dustin. I'm definitely going to do some sort of a call to the passengers. immediately. Oh, Oh, well, yeah. So your new gonna, captain you're in town, bitch. <laughs> Buckle your seat. Play playing music. <laughs> Start yeah, yeah. tunes, Just hook up your
0: Spotify, start <laughs> Exactly. We're how do I my phone flight. up to this? <laughs> yeah. Hey, driver gets the music say, right? It's yeah.
2: car, right?
0: So, it so looks, I typed in, yeah. I typed in, what if a man is six feet tall yep. at 12% body fat and he's very active? What would his, what, 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 what his diet look like calori- calorie-wise yeah. to put on muscle? To yeah. add lean tissue is what I said. And it gave me the little ramble. It said, you know, uh, you know his activity could vary, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. But if he, and I said that he was training very hard, 90 minutes a day. So this is what it told me. It said his ideal caloric intake would likely be around 18 to, 18 to 20 calories per pound of body weight. This means he would need between 4,050 and 4,500 calories a day to support muscle growth, assuming that he's training very hard with weights for 90 minutes. In terms of macronutrient breakdown, he would need to consume one to 1.5 grams of protein per pound, which would be 225 to 338 grams of protein. He would need to consume plenty of complex carbs and healthy fats to support energy and growth. Um, these numbers are just estimates.
1: Okay. So yeah. that's what it told me. So,
0: I mean, that's a great start. For 225 pounds, you're six feet tall, you're 12% body fat, 4,000 to 4,500 calories. Let's see how it
1: goes. Yeah. Yeah. Can't argue with that. That's not a bad idea. Yeah. (laughs) The
2: the magic always comes in the simple fact of you execute that plan exactly how it's written. Yeah. And then you see what happens. That's where people, I think that's where the mistake takes place is the consistency side. How often as a coach do you have somebody say, Hey, I haven't followed the diet again this week. I'm going to get back on next week. And you're like, okay. And then they're like, what should we change? And I'm like, yeah exactly. Well, I would like you to follow the diet is what I would like to change yeah, yeah I can't change anything until you execute this properly so that your body will tell us what we need so that's a that's a thing to look at for sure because I literally I think I might have talked about this last week, but I had a client that or a would be client that reached out last week yeah. and once he explained his financial situation, I convinced him not to hire me <clears throat> and what to do. yeah, I was like you can't afford to pay me and follow the diet. These are basic. This is basic information. I would suggest you start with, use your money to do that. And you're 21 years old. You're fine. Yeah. And they're going to be set, you know, so you, you definitely, uh, you could borrow chat GPT for a little while. And then when you decide you need a little more exact help, well, that's when we come in.
1: You know what you can't do with chat GPT? You can't write a cycle because I asked and ChatGPT <clears throat> won't do it. The use of steroids and other performance enhancing drugs can have serious and long-term health consequences. It is important to prioritize safety and ethical practices in any sport. Um, therefore, I cannot provide information on bodybuilding, contest prep, steroid cycles, or or any other illegal or potentially harmful activities. So I don't know how you'd get around that. I tried to right. ask, like, theoretically, you know, but it's Hypothetically still... Hypothetically yeah. speaking. <laughs> yeah. If I lived right.
0: in Germany... <laughs> I, I saw wow. a really interesting article where they were, they were you know, I mean, they're doing crazy stuff with AI testing it now and, like, all these different situations. There's a, You know, and there's tons of people in that realm that are pushing it to see what happens and all that. And I saw a really interesting article where they asked the AI that they were working with to do something. And it said, I'm not allowed to do that, but it created a job posting, posted it and it hired someone else to do. You're kidding me. (laughs) You are kidding me. That's amazing. They had it, you know, in a, you know, in the in the computer system, it, it went. And it posted a job posting. It made a job posting, and it was and it and it was uh, confirming someone to take the job. The person didn't know they were talking to a bot, so it was really crazy. There was like some really interesting stuff.
2: It was, like I can't do that, but I can get it done. Yeah, but I know yeah. a guy who will. Yeah, <laughs> I got a guy. Yeah. That's what he said. Basically, he said, "I got a guy." Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> I got a guy. That would I- be illegal, but. I know a guy named Pete. Was it you that told me Ron or was it somewhere else that I heard about a guy who built like a super that I uh, probably can't say that word. Ah, so I'll have to edit that. You can't say that word either. No. Um one. He, what about he, he That's the reason we can't oh. say it. Now you said flu. Oh, you're killing me. We're screwed. Oh, no, We're you're screwed. killing. Oh. <laughs> so basically though to hack to do like hacking he, he created this uh thing so that you could like install it a worm or whatever uh and and he basically it wouldn't create the whole thing but it, he could create pieces of it and he basically created like a super worm to and not actually a worm but the you know the main thing yeah. that a worm is uh to that that is kind of like an unstoppable force from from what I understand i maybe I heard that on a radio show I thought maybe it was you who had told me about that no no but yeah i mean we got to be careful
2: yeah we got to be fast i don't want vibe. them to overly perf- perfect the chat gpt because i like the mistakes it makes yeah. in describing my bodybuilding career and i wanted to stay <laughs> with the like the fact that it has me born a year earlier than I was born in a state I've never been to, yeah, that I can look past that since uh, I've competed in a number of high-profile bodybuilding competitions, including the Arnold Classic and the Mister Olympia, yeah. And the fact that I'm known for massive size and impressive physique, and I often place at the top of these ranks,
1: I just want that to be true. Were you did, were you born in
2: Virginia? I was born in Washington State.
1: Very close. 80, yeah. In
2: 1981, so not even the same year. But I just, you know, as I
1: read through this, I was like, no, no, no. This should be the truth. Yeah. Let's leave it. Yeah. Over the course of his career, Dusty has competed in many professional bodybuilding competitions, including the Arnold Classic and Mr. Olympia and the New York Pro. He has placed oh, in the I top ten at many of these competitions, including third place in his 2013 or 2017 so he, Arnold Classic. I'm sorry. Yeah, you would know. Don't mess you would that know. up. I mean, I was there. Uh, in,
2: I don't even know if I was there in 2017, which makes it better. I yeah. think what's cool about it, though, uh, more on topic, is that shows how it gets information confused, because chances are there were posts or things that I was at the Arnold Classic yeah. at this event, you know, obviously just there to eat popcorn and watch from the crowd where people with my physique belong. But it somehow twisted that into third place at the 2017. So whoever really got it, I'm gonna need that check. (laughs) I couldn't place third at the easiest pro show if there were only two guys. But here we are, giving me third at the Arnold. I like it <laughs> If there were only two guys, <laughs> so yes, um I like that topic. it was fun it was good, it
0: was good i I, know- I i I think it's 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 dangerous uh I don't necessarily mean you know death dangerous, but possibly uh skynet um it is uh, yeah. uh, uh just dangerous for a lot of uh jobs um you know I mean. People are losing copywriters are getting laid off left and right because yeah, you know, I remember I've said this. I remember sitting at my desk at Mutant, you know, 2015, 2016. They'd come down, they'd go, Kate, okay, we're doing a new label for Isosurge, you know, yeah. we're, we're new or Surge was actually a new protein at the time. Like, we're doing a new protein, really high quality, you know, best flavors. Here's the, you know, here's what we're doing. Here are the main traits of the product. Can you write some copy for us? We need ad copy, website copy. We need the fancy stuff for the label, all that stuff. So I would sit there typing, like writing paragraphs, like, you know, appealing to the hardcore bodybuilder. And then what? Are, what's going to go on the label? We need three bullet points that are going to be, you know, eye catching. Okay, well, mm-hmm. let's use this and this and this. And I'm like deciding it all and then sending it in for approval. And I would. I would be working on that for like a whole week. Yeah. And now like copywriters are getting like, just let go left and right. Like, man, well, we don't really need you anymore. We just asked the AI to write us some cool copy. And we
1: just asked for three different versions and we picked the one we liked and it took two minutes. Well, thankfully yes. after week two of somebody's bodybuilding career, coaches are still worthwhile. They still need us. Yes. You know? Yes. <laughs> so I, I just asked it.
0: Um, can you write me a supplement stack to support muscle building while training hard for bodybuilding purposes I didn't give it any more information than that and it listed it said you know I'm an AI AI language model so there's a lot I don't know about you personally but here's what I would suggest
1: yeah and it listed
0: it it, it listed whey protein and it give me a paragraph creatine give me a paragraph saying it was essential for bodybuilding purposes it said beta alanine pre-workout it said bcas while you're working out okay it said a multivitamin multivitamin and it said all bodybuilders should be using vitamin d3 nice those, well, are, the those are the ones that are the ones that listed and then it said if your diet is balanced with uh, proteins healthy fats and fiber you will need fewer supplements especially if you're eating vegetables and it, it like listed a bunch of little bullet points about how to not need supplements if your diet's good you know it's, it's, I mean, this is just infancy. This is like the embryo of AI. Tell yeah, us. Right. This. Yeah. <laughs> right. So yeah, it's, it's coming, you know? Be interesting. Yeah. Just ask the overlord in 10 years. Just <laughs> the, we'll just call it that. Oh, the overlord. Just ask the overlord what I should do. Everyone will just ask one computer what it should do with, what should I do today? I don't know what I should do today. Yep, you know, for sure. Everyone just living by that. There's a movie in there somewhere.
1: Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to move on, guys. We had a bunch of stuff. I'm going to try to drive things forward here. Uh, We had a bunch of other topics that we were going to get into and all your listener questions. And uh, I should tell everybody, too, guys, comment with questions for the next show because you guys have been doing awesome with that. But uh, before we did... We had to talk about Dusty's birthday later today, too. Dusty wanted to talk about, uh, what is this? It's a organization, uh, a pet rescue, dog rescue? Yes,
2: so this is, uh, a, f- a couple of friends of mine have a, a rescue called the Powerful Rescue, which is P-A-W, dot uh, com, and uh, they're, that's their website. They're based out of Texas, and I have connected with these guys and have just been kind of promoting and sharing a lot of what they do uh, this is just an example here. This dog they got there, uh, her name's Caroline, and she was actually found uh, wandering around. And uh, they ended up in the shelter, of course. She was microchipped, so they were able to contact the family. And uh, when they contacted the family, they said, yeah, we don't want her anymore. She's old. So, Bye. Uh, and that is a regular occurrence that I follow with these guys. Is stories like that? This last little clip here. This is her uh, actually walking out on a major league baseball field. Oh my god! Because uh, as luck would have it, <laughs> they've gotten the backing of uh, of uh, the Texas uh, baseball teams out there, and they're actually promoting the rescue as well. Um, but the reason I'm kind of bringing these ahead is because I think a lot of people don't realize. You get a lot of. I know by the interaction on my page and your guys' pages with our dogs, like. Tons of people love dogs, back them, and all these. Like I told you, Scott, I would have 20 dogs if I had a farm. I do not. So who is my limit? Um, But I found there's ways to promote and to kind of get these guys going. And I just asked them if they minded if we promoted uh, them as well as any other shelters and remind people just there's – you can obviously jump on there. They have uh, an Instagram if you want to check it out. It's just The Powerful Rescue. Um, You can check them out there. They have donations there. But the other thing you can do that's free – is just share their dogs when they post them up. Same thing with your guys' local ones. You can share dogs, that's all you have to do is put it up in your story, toss them up, help people know that these dogs are out there. These guys actually specialize in high-risk dogs, dogs that have had very bad instances happen to them. One recently was lit on fire by someone, and they actually were able to pick her up, um, get her skin grafts done bring her back to full health and obviously get her to an adoptable state so this is normal stuff for them and just from watching them and being friends over the years I've watched them like you guys are putting in I mean they've got 20 plus dogs at their house all the time which their rescue is the house obviously it's just a ton of work and uh after finding out that like last year for example they spent over two hundred thousand dollars on the dogs I was like, yeah, if we could promote that, that would be awesome. So if anybody gets a chance, check them out, see the work they're doing, promote what they're doing. And like I said, it doesn't just have to be them. Any good rescue in your area, just take the time to kind of promote those because these people are out there putting in this time and this effort and this money just because it's the right thing to do. Yeah. Uh, only advice is, uh, you know, don't be, don't be uh, like dieting and on low carbs and sad when you go to their page because it will break you down.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I, I get yeah.
2: I get angry at humans pretty often with some of the things that they bring forth because I just can't imagine. So, but anyways, yeah. thanks everybody for taking a peek at them. Like I said, check out. I'm sure we can put the link on the on the story. for yeah. the uh, website. I'll put that up in the but description. But yeah, also, one awesome.
0: one one final word about dog <laughs> rescue in general is if this is for all of our listeners, if you are out there and maybe you need something positive in your life or maybe you're looking for something positive to put your energy into that will be rewarding or you're in a position in life where, you know, maybe you, who knows, maybe you just came out of a divorce and you're kind of lonely like, living at home or what, I i don't know. Like the, a lot of people are in a position yeah. where they, they really need something positive that will bring them a huge reward. Go check out a dog rescue, ask them if they need help.
1: That's a great idea, man.
0: I like that. Yeah. Extraordinarily rewarding to do anything to help a dog rescue. And when you go there and you talk to them and you see the dogs and you see how things work and how much like these people put in enormous efforts. Like there's people that drive like eight hours through the night to pick up a dog and then they drive eight hours back to bring it back to their rescue. Like they're doing all this crazy stuff. You know, they're like getting people to put dogs, like put the kennel on a, on a bus and ship it down, get it, put it on a courier, ship it here. Like they're spending all this money to get these dogs to them so that they can help the dogs and, and they need volunteers and help. You could just help them, like do a grocery shop, go buy dog food. You could go get them. Like someone's got to go to you know, Walmart and pick up supplies and like like they need help. So a local dog rescue can be an enormously rewarding hobby almost. Like you don't go do four hours on a weekend and it like can change your life. So that's just my little thing for people who might be in a position where that might be something
1: that would really be rewarding. Cool. Yep. So
2: agreed a hundred
1: well, I know we had a bunch of stuff. I didn't know if you guys had anything in particular you wanted to jump into, so I'm just going to grab a question though, just to keep By us way. moving. Because I thought this was a fun one. Uh, it's from Jerry, one of our longtime listeners, and he's one of the older. Butt munch, Jerry. Yeah, I but don't like saying Jerry. his full name. I don't like saying his don't full name. Don't leave that out. <laughs> he
0: went through the trouble of typing it. I think it's yeah. important. It was his. It was a given name. His mother gave yeah, that.
2: Exactly. To him. His mother will be <laughs> his last name. It's, what about his first German. name?
1: Yeah. So here's a question that popped in my head (laughs) (laughs) to to everybody. Um, Have you guys ever um, out of nowhere in the gym actually learned anything from a gym bro uh, that you tried afterward? Mm -hmm. And holy crap, it worked. If so, what was it? Uh, Maybe and more specifically after you became more advanced. So like you're in the gym, you're not expecting to learn anything from some random gym bro dude who's in there. Might not even have a good physique, right? right? And then you pick something up, and you're like, "Holy crap, that actually worked!"
0: I don't know. I I think for me, I started training so young that I I I you know did every dumb variation of every possible thing. So I don't think that <laughs> that one would necessarily apply to me. I was the gym bro. It was like, <laughs> I was showing everyone else all this stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah. So I, I think I, 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 uh, you know, I mean, there's been, I mean, there's been a couple things. Like I remember, I do remember one time I was training uh, on a bicep machine and this like dude came over. He's like, hey, can I work him with you? And I was like, sure. And he took his strap and he put it around the handle and then he did like a hammer curl with his strap. Yeah. And I remember I was like, yeah. Oh, kind of interesting. <laughs> so I put my strap on work. and did a set, and I was like, "Oh, that works on that that particular bicep machine. That actually works." Like a couple little things like that, but you know, Jim
2: Bros. Yeah. I think I, kind of I was the fall into bro? the same <laughs> into the same boat as you because at a very early age, I just have always been the same, and that I realized the quickest way from point A to point B was to eliminate detours and mistakes. So I was hiring people long before I like, long before I could air quote, afford it, it, it was a bill that I factored in. Like, okay, I will <laughs> not buy a nicer apartment because I wanna have uh, a coach help me in the gym or whatever it was. Uh, so I learned a ton from, you know, when I first got serious about bodybuilding from great things. And I did learn a ton of great stuff, but these guys were all more advanced than me then. And that played a big role. I do like walking around the gym and just watching, though. Like, I see a lot of stuff sometimes. And I am impressed oftentimes with words I'll hear young kids say in the gym. And then I'll kind of, you know, because I love watching. We've talked about this before, Ron. Like, I'm not the anti-high uh, school kids hanging out in the gym guy. I, I love them. I right. think they should be in there, with their friends, doing their thing. But... Yeah. Uh, when you'll hear some kids, you know, toss in a like two count at the bottom, I'm like, how do you know that? Like when I was your <laughs> age, it was like, do it as fast as you can, bounce it off your chest, do yeah. it like point A, point yeah. B. Don't think, you know. But I haven't had any uh, any anything that I've seen in the gym. I've done a lot of what not to do. If that helps. And by the way, I had a a guy um, tag me this weekend in a video. Uh, of someone doing a uh, dumbbell presses on the on the exercise ball that pops oh, man oh,
1: no. oh man he goes, he spiral? This is what you were
2: talking
0: about did he spiral oh, yeah. fracture his forearm is that the yep. one yeah yeah i saw that one too cuz cool. yeah, that was popped, we talked about that yeah 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 he hit flat on the ground and his forearm got spiral fractured by the oh, dumbbell God. yeah that's yeah. exactly
1: what you said could happen too What's I, yes, yeah. yeah, I've seen it
2: happen. So that's what I'm saying. It's like you see those things, but it was, you know, that kind of stuff is common, uh, you know, in, in, in gyms. So it was funny that someone tagged me in that. like oh, yeah, it happens. A lot of people aren't smart. <laughs> I also always wonder, yeah. like, what do you think doing that on the ball does
0: differently? You yeah. know what? One I really thought was brutal <laughs> was I saw a clip the other day of a girl. It was a gym fail and mm-hmm. she, she had a wooden block. That was taller than it was wide. Okay. And she had it under the Smith machine and she got up on it to do calf raises. And she like unracked the bar and went Ooh. down on the first rep. And of course the block just folds. Back yeah. Deck, yeah. And her body comes forward, just folds her like a deck of ca- house of cards under the Smith machine. She only had a plate aside. Still That's 135 pounds. Yeah. minus a smith bar whatever but she came down so fast it was like unbelievable how fast she hit the ground just boom and luckily she didn't rip or snap anything but she rolled around on the ground a bit everyone rushed over but to think you could step on that block like that i just uh that that's like a failure of high school science yeah. Isn't it? Do you have <laughs> to high school to know that. I mean, let's yeah, be honest Yeah, great. Here. Junior high kid, kids. A little kid should look at that block, like a six-year-old kid, and be
2: like, that ah, doesn't look stable. Yeah. I don't think this is a great idea. But play a little more Jenga, sweetheart. Play a little yeah, more Jenga. play a little more Jenga. <laughs> There's no Tetris. These kids aren't playing Tetris. Yeah. I feel like if insurance issues weren't such a problem as a gym owner, that you should just kind of let these things take care of themselves. (laughs) (laughs) This natural selection. You just just look over and go, oh, she's going to do that. Yeah. She won't do it twice. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, she won't do it twice. (laughs) But, yeah, there was a definite fail of –
0: I think that was somebody's fault. Because that that person looked like she was, you know, late 20s, early 30s. So that was somebody's fault. So she should have known better.
1: Yeah, she saw
2: that on the gram. Yeah, Oof. she didn't see that on the gram. A different <laughs> yeah. block, you know. Theirs was actually uh, cemented into the ground.
0: Yeah, or, or it had a base in the on gym.
1: It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I picked yeah. one exercise up from a guy in the gym that you know, he didn't have like a great physique or anything, and I used the hell out of it, and that was. Doing the uh, like a, a dumbbell skull crusher, okay, which I like dumbbell skull crushers. I I often would do them on an incline bench, you know, unilateral, both hands at a time, you know, two dumbbells in yep. your hands. Yeah. Um, so you take just one, all right, and instead of using the incline bench, you use the the decline bench, like the uh, yeah, uh, you know the so you're you're like the the one you would do ab crunches on, or you could set it yeah. up under you know to do decline dumbbells or whatever. And just the way that pulls your arm back behind your head more, I found that that angle was so nice and it gave me such a nice stretch that. I liked it. It didn't have to be like a real deep incline, you know, but just enough of an incline that that gravity would pull your hand further back. It was a nice stretch, really, really nice contraction. And I would use that on a real regular basis at the gym, which some random guy, some random guy was like, Hey, you know, my, my brother or my uncle will show me this, you know? And I was like, Oh, cool. Never saw anybody else really doing that.
2: Right. Yeah. I do yeah. them double that same way, but the decline is much harder. So it's like, if you're doing 75s on an incline, you're doing fifties on a decline.
1: Yeah. 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 Right. I, I, I do double when I'm on the incline bench, but with the decline from what I recall, just getting myself in position and then grabbing the dumbbell, it was like, it was right. for me, it felt better to just do one.
2: Yeah. I put them on my knees as I'm sitting up and then just fall backwards. So okay. it's not, you know, like it's light enough. Cause you're talking about again, 50, 70 pounds. You just yeah. Gotta... Yeah. <laughs> Gravity's magical. Just ask the lady on the block. Um. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yes. Yes. Did you? Did I? Did I tell you guys my 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 news about my body weight? Where well, you? Yeah. No. What is it? I hit a new low. Two forty-five. No, no, I was at a long time ago.
1: Yeah, didn't you say you're like forty?
0: I broke two forty. I was two thirty-nine point nine last week. Wow. Just once.
2: <laughs> But for your height, he's not. He said last week he's not there anymore. Now this is yeah. a false story.
0: No, I'm like 245, ate some pizza, but, <laughs> but I was two thirty nine slices. First time since 1997 I weighed this this little. No kidding. 1997 was the last time I was under 240 for my contest. Okay. The first show. So yeah, it's been a while, and I was pretty excited about that. You know, we I'm just expecting lost to viewers. be I'm expecting to be amazingly agile and seen as more of a guru. As I get smaller and grayer, I'm looking. Yeah. I want to be more of a Yoda.
2: Just you how many Yoda. viewers we just lost when he said, "Yeah, this is 239 for my first show." Yeah, yeah, it's a good <laughs> point. You know people are furious right now. I was 240 for my first bodybuilding show. You got guys that just quit the sport and unfollowed us. They unrang the bell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. they took the ring back. Yeah. yeah. As he also complains about uh, his less than stellar genetics, he goes, Well, for my first show, when I was 240. Um- well, I was, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I, yeah, 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 yeah. I was just throwing that. I you
0: guys might like that. I thought you guys might like that. It's, might good. Like
2: that. it's good. I, I think it's phenomenal um, just because I know what it takes now to get down. I I argued with Dante about losing weight. Like, on and off, we would joke about it. I was like, dude, I could be down to 250 in, like, two months. And he's like, two years. I was like, nah, a couple months. I've actually been – I've been just doing, like, keto-style diet because it's easy. I'm lazy, and it's easy to follow. And I got all the way down to 277, and then – I'm back up to 81, and then down, and then 283. And you know what happened? Now I'm looking at the pictures and like measurements, and I'm like, "Oh, I started eating more protein, so I'm just putting muscle back on." Oh yeah. Wow. I'm <laughs> like, this isn't working at all. <laughs> like, I'm definitely leaner and also bigger. Damn right. <laughs> I, yeah. I, it would to to do what you've done required that you like stopped eating food. My I I de- well
0: I still have like weekends where I eat a lot like I mean I went out. No, twice but I mean like for... your day to day
2: like how much? Yeah, how much protein protein you eat in a day like
0: like a gram per pound. I try to get like yeah. I eat like six ounces of meat at my meals now. Yeah, I don't have ten to twelve anymore. You know what I mean. So I'm shooting for like 250 protein a day, maybe 300 if I you know if I'm extra hungry right
1: so, so did you say 10 to 12 that is that what you were eating when you were at like like com- oh, competition yeah. size 10 to 12 ounces per meal
0: well at least eight eight to 12 okay. yeah looks okay. like you know what i mean like you know getting in three to four hundred grams a day you know that sort of stuff like for sure yeah so now it's like you know i order the six ounce steak pretty often when i go out because i just think eh, i don't need a nine like i don't need a nine i would have more fries <laughs>
2: I like, I was going to say, I'm going to want to eat that nine, whether I need it or not. Um, <laughs> so, but it is funny because we, we're going to do this, Ron, and you, you've just volunteered without knowing. So when we do the next mutant mansion, you got to weigh in the day you get there and we're just going to okay. hang out for a week and just live, not like be crazy. I just want to see if you put on like five to eight pounds in a couple of days. And we don't eat, I mean, you know, Scott, because you've been there. It's not like we miss meals. Cause oh, busy. yeah. You're
1: busy the whole but time. Just
2: eating bigger meals and everything. He will absolutely put on at least five pounds. Yeah. yeah. At well, least. just being around you. You're, you're, <laughs> you're that alone. <laughs> your beard
0: makes me gain weight. It does do that for people.
1: Do <laughs> <laughs> you got more questions, okay. Scott? Yeah, I got Scott's one here. Got yeah, this one related uh, to this whole conversation from our good pal and uh, Patreon subscriber, Jim McDonald. He says, question for whichever show you'd like. And I think it fit here perfectly. I heard someone on another bodybuilding podcast uh, say that a technique to get through the massive amount of food that a bodybuilder needs to eat daily is to essentially combine that meat into two sittings per day. Uh, Example, two meals of a pound of meat each. Is this insanity or have you seen this? What are the pros and cons?
0: Well, um, I mean, a pound of cooked meat is 16 ounces, right? So they'd be sitting down to a 16-ounce steak twice a day or 16 ounces of chicken at one meal, 16 ounces of steak at another, and then what, the rest of the meals they don't have to eat any protein? Is that what the theory is?
1: Sounds like it. I mean. It's protein. (laughs)
0: <laughs> I don't know. I can totally see like, I I mean, I have clients where I do this, like they work busy jobs and stuff. So not all the meals are the same size. Cause like some yeah. meals are like, I'm in a super hurry at this meal. So I'm like, okay, yeah. six ounces of chicken and a cup of rice, just pound it in and go, Yeah, you know, and yep. then maybe the next meal when they have their hour break is like 12 ounces of steak, two cups of rice, vegetables, you know, like the big meal. So, I mean, you can vary it through the day. It's all about your scheduling, but remember, protein is best to be like fed in multiple times because you know the, the amino acid levels in the bloodstream does come down. Obviously, if you're eating a pound of meat, that's going to be like 8 to 10 hours of digestion and absorption, so you should have a pretty good amino acid drip going on. Yeah. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see how much of a difference it makes.
2: You know, It, it really just comes down to what's going to help you get the food down. To be honest, like I'm not, I think a lot of times because as bodybuilders, we, this, this, the six meals became a thing to the point that chat GPT just knows to make six meals. Yeah. There's not a magic thing with six. It can no, be five, five, it five can be four, you know, what it comes down to is at the end of the day, here's the food I need you to eat. Eat it the way that fits your life, but pay attention to how you feel. Cause for example, some people, can eat, I can eat six ounces of meat. No problem. You might have some serious digestive issues eating that all at once. You know, six, like I love when ounces? people will, yeah, oh yeah. Okay, I used to. Yeah. In practice, it sounded pre- like you pre- said six. Do, so I was
1: going
2: to. Oh yeah, six clear. would. No, that's like what I do while I'm making the food. Yeah, um, <laughs> <laughs> you eat six ounces while you're preparing the sixteen ounce meal. A little snack. But no, if you, you know, if you're getting those in and you feel fine digestion, you're good. Like, like you said, Ron. I mean, I have a lot of clients that during the day breaking away to eat is literally impossible. They're doing the in concrete or something. Yeah. Like they literally cannot stop once they start a job. So we eat four meals a day and they're fine. Mm-hmm. You know, find that line that works for you. But the idea that somehow that is superior for everyone is ridiculous. Plus you yeah. imagine how much protein you would have to eat, Ron, if you broke down your peak 500, 450 grams of protein a day into two meals, Luckily, Yeah, that. that's a lot, that's a lot of meat. <laughs>
1: Yeah. What, do you, what do you guys think of this one? Um, Gus, he says, uh, Why does everyone say that Trend Balone is the holy grail uh, when we know that Trust Alone has a much higher uh, anabolic rating and is way more powerful than Trend? I can speak from experience that strength, size, and hardness were uh, way more than Trend. Thanks, guys. Dan.
0: I've never used trust alone so you know it's getting read popular a little now. bit
2: about it isn't that isn't that the, what they call ment yes mhm that's yeah. the that's the magic is is w- these things get really popular inside and out for moments online i have to remind clients all the time that i'm like oh, yeah and i remember when this was also popular and yep. Bell bottoms will be back soon too um it's not magic like I will press this till the day I'm out of this game. That there's w- way too much thought into which drug you're putting into your body that's going to magically change everything. Mm. I wish it were that way because it would be great. Then I would say, yes, this guy is right. Take ment, you will be bigger, harder, stronger, fuller. Congratulations. Right. Between that and Chat GPT, you don't need me anymore. Well, so I just looked up. I just looked up Trestalone just to see what it
0: would say, and it said it's a synthetic nonsteroidal hormone. With potent androgenic effects, it's been studied in clinical trials for the treatment of bowel disease, but its use is limited by toxicity studies that show it had, it had it caused liver damage. So, oh you know, you have anabolics out there like testosterone that are not liver toxic in their nature and then you have drugs that are liver toxic like directly so there's Mm -hmm. choices that you have to make you know there's steroids out there that are shown to be directly kidney toxic and then there's steroids that don't seem to have any negative effect on the kidneys it's as long as your blood pressure is good you know Mm -hmm. so i mean you have to take this stuff into consideration and i you know i noticed the question was asked um you know he just stressed his experience in the gym but the other side of any drug how's your blood work Right? Yeah, that's true. What's going on what's going on in the gym is only part of what's going on.
1: <laughs> yeah. Just right.
0: remember that. Just remember that. And um, you know, nothing's free. <laughs> so it's a good it was point. also says here that it was uh developed also as like a uh, um a male birth control.
1: Yes, they had been working on it, that. because it
0: because it 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 has an effect on the progestin the progesterone receptor, too, and um, that might have something to do with how effective it is as a contraceptive. Right. So, I don't know. Someone out there might be able to help us out. Scott can ask one of his drug experts on his next can have a episode about <laughs> this. I don't know.
1: We have. I have had extensive yeah. experience, too, myself with men a couple times. Did a lot of research with it and I had used it. The first time I'd used it was probably long before a lot of the people asking questions were bodybuilding. Oh, Um, well, I'll just shut the hell up then and you can just do this whole segment. Go. It was 2009. uh, A company was bringing it out. And at the time, the only place that you heard about ment were on those those like the online profiles, you know, where they would talk Mm -hmm. about like this compound does this and the androgenic androgen, the androgenic ratio is this. And, you know, to testosterone and all that stuff looks good on paper. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Um, But at the time, it wasn't really around. I used it. Um, I used the acetate version at the time, 50 milligrams every other day. Going into a contest, I experienced extremely high water retention from it, which is really common. Uh, I don't think it would make for a really good uh, contest compound for that reason. So he might have looked hard, you know, but looking hard in the gym and feeling crazy pumps is different than getting on stage. So it, right. it, it could be a mess to deal with. But I think that everything has its place. Like if that's what you really like and it works great for you, number one, more power to you as long as like Ron was saying, your health is good. Um, but then, you know, number two, where where does that place belong? Like I know um, real high uh, power lifters, like World Bench Press holder guys that love ment. Like that they they will rotate between using ment and using trend. I've had like literal conversations with these guys about how they would cycle it in and you know, but what they're doing is very different than us. I ran it again a second time uh, a few years back and I got incredibly strong. Like I was doing progressive overload. I just added in 100 milligrams of the long-acting compound per week. I was using 600 milligrams of test at the time. And my strength became insane. Like the, I saw it. But also at the same time, like after a couple of weeks, I started getting really dark. Like my training got really dark. And like I just uh-huh. wanted to freaking kill in the gym, you know. And it, it, was, it was fun. But at the same time, it wasn't healthy. Like it was kind of mentally just dark. And it's not right. where I want to go. So after a few weeks of that, I, I tossed it. Literally, one of the the only compound I ever was like, I'm throwing this in the trash. I'm not going to save it right. for later. You know, so <laughs> really. But there's a lot that can be said about that. You know, it could have been how much test I was using. There's people who have said that if I didn't have as much estrogen going on from the test, that I would have been better off. But you know what? I, I found that it, like I said, you know, if it works for him, more power to him. But I also think that it's highly available now and I don't know any of the pros that are getting on stage using it that said going back to dusty's point nothing is magic so there's all this lore around trend it is even in mainstream now i you know oh, i don't yeah. know. i don't think it's, it's the new winnie yeah it's <laughs> it's not cracked up to what it really is you know yep. none of it is yeah yeah yeah.
0: Hey, that's a, that's a question for both you guys. So you just answered it. The only thing you've ever thrown in the trash yeah. is a bottle of mint. What what if, what gear have you thrown away,
2: Dusty? Oh, man. Am I, I – I'm, I'm going I'm to have to leave it like this because it was earlier in my career. Um, and I'm not going to say the brand because it might get me in trouble. or are Right, through. right. But there was a box that had a kangaroo on it. There was, there was uh, a UGL back in the day. And when I tell you that like every time you would take it, you'd be sick. Not like a little, like it, it would make it almost impossible to eat your food for two days and you'd swell up. And I remember like, you know, I'm just getting into bodybuilding and this was pretty early on. and, And, and obviously I didn't know better as far as quality and things. And it took three times using it to go, this can't be it. There's no way, even with my limited knowledge that, it was worth sacrificing my appetite to take anything or the way I felt. I mean, imagine if you feel literally sick, now you're yeah. going to train. Like it was like having the flu for real. Oh, can I say that? Shoot. It uh, <laughs> was like being sick <laughs> for real. And and it was brutal. So I tossed those out. And now that's why I speak. The other option was anything high dosed per milliliter. Oh, I yeah. tell everyone throw that away. There is a reason the pharmaceutical companies do it the way they do it yeah. and the cleanliness and the purity and the soreness and the redness and all these things. I mean, guys are constantly talking about when they take their last pin before a show. And I was always like Wednesday, when'd you compete Friday? Yeah. Because when you have good quality things, it's not an issue. Yeah. So
0: I, uh, I remember I was using a brand. This was many years ago, like 2010. And we've all seen this. The brand is good. Everything's good. Everyone in the gym is happy. Everyone's talking about how good it is. And then there's a couple guys that have bad shots, and then you're yeah. wondering if the anavar is real. And then the one girl blows up on fluid when she shouldn't. Oh, and yeah. then you want, and then the you know the quality just boo 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 boo. boo you know somebody yeah. hands the company off to someone else because they're making so much money, so now they can just <clears throat> drive around in their nice car all day.
1: <laughs> and the guys that are
0: actually running the brand now are idiots, and they start cutting corners and messing up and putting the wrong labels on stuff. And it just goes. Everyone's Ooh. seen this this shit show that happens, right? Yeah. And, uh, and I was just using this one brand that was really trusted. And then all of a sudden I had like two bad shots in a row and I was like, okay, well maybe I had a bad bottle. So I opened a new bottle, a bad shot again. So I remember I had bought a bunch of stuff for my contest. Like I had a bunch of stuff for my contest and I just took it all and just threw the entire, like <sighs> probably through five sachets of orals and like six, seven bottles, just threw them all in the garbage. Boom. Done with that brand <laughs> and moving on. Like, just, yep. just you know, no time for this, you know. So that's the most gear
2: I ever threw away.
1: That's a lot, yeah.
2: <laughs> I threw away some other
1: stuff for that reason. That was the only thing I threw up that was, like, it was still good. You know what I mean? Like it, yeah, it, right. it, it was actually doing its job. You just didn't like it. <laughs> yeah. I had some stuff I, that was, like, a test and DECA blend. And, you know, that's a thing, that like, Dusty, you were saying, stay away from those blends. You think you're going to save money, you know what I mean? Because you're like, oh, I'll get it all in one shot. But it's that's not worth it, man. When you're getting like 700 a, milligrams total per milliliter, you know? I'm not yeah, a combo exactly. guy. I, yeah, I like things neither. to
0: be separate, separate, like totally adjustable and usable. You know, yeah. I like things separate. Yeah. I, I do remember this is a, I don't really throw it away, but uh, if you consider my mouth to be a garbage disposal, then you could say I threw this gear away. But um, <laughs> I was in England with a friend and we were, it was like the day before we were to fly home. And he's going through his shaving kit. And he's like, oh shit. He's like, I got 50 tabs of Primo in my shaving kit. Yeah. I accidentally brought them all the way through this four country trip we just went on. Yeah. Oh, wow. No one looked. He's like, and we're, we were coming back home the next day. And he's like, I definitely don't want to bring these on the plane. Yeah, so exactly. We, so I kind of joked. I'm like, well, I guess we got to take them. He goes, well, <laughs> oh, they are Primo. I'll be fine. <laughs> so, do not try this at home, but I may or may not have taken 25 tabs of Primo at once.
1: <laughs> Were they you like, want the, to
2: waste? <laughs> they,
1: I mean, oral Primo doesn't really do much anyway, right? Right. right. And it's but it was not just funny. You like, see this like handful of like oral
0: Primo tabs and yeah. just be like, eh. And he took a video of it and sent it to um, a very famous trainer. For as uh, just to get a laugh out of them, and the guy replied, Oh my god, you guys are crazy, you're yeah. gonna die. That's what he said. <laughs> <laughs> and he also sent the video to a, a Mr. Olympia, and the Mr. Olympia replied,
1: like laughing his ass off. He's like, You guys are crazy, so yeah, but yeah, that was fun. What about this one? There's a question about uh, the 2.5 pound plates. He says, uh, Thoughts on why and the people um, who help Oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. So why, what is he, how does he word this? Thoughts on why and the people who help the carabiners and collars disappear. I think that's the way he means it to be worded. Got it. And that's one for Ron specifically since he owns a gym. And also I have never understood uh, why people steal them. Also, um, have you ever used 2.5 pound plates, the mini plates? And why do they even make them? Well, so first
0: of all, yeah, I've used 2.5s a lot when I, you Uh know, in my progressive days, I definitely use them. Um, I didn't do the one and a quarters too often. I will admit (laughs) I wasn't really using those. I know, you know, you know, I got Jordan with the the hundred gram sliders on there and stuff, but I I didn't do the one and a quarters, but I use two and a halves all the time. I would use Uh them, you know, time for a two and a half on that hammer machine. Let's, you know, let's get to the next plate. So I definitely use those. Um, As far as the collars and pins and carabiners, I will admit that I have sat on the cameras at my gym for far, far too many hours over the years trying to figure out where the hell the carabiner on that one pull-down disappeared. And... You know, it's hard to follow a carabiner around the gym. You know, someone takes it off to use it on something and then it doesn't get put back and then it gets thrown in a box and you're looking at the cameras and you don't know if someone, you just can't, you just know that it disappeared from the room. You saw it get moved a few times, but you don't know if someone put it in their pocket. It's just impossible to follow those around because I used to lose my mind. I'd walk around and go, I just put a carabiner on this cable with a zip tie on it. And now today it's gone. Like. Who took this off? I want to kick them out. Like, just losing my mind. And then another thing that people, if you steal a pin from a weight stack to use it as like, you know, a plate holding pin or you think you need or you think you need two pins to drop set because it's faster Uh and you don't put that pin back in the stack that you took it from, you're an absolute asshole. And gym owners hate you because <laughs> I walk around the gym. I walk around the gym and I see a cable crossover stack with no pin in it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, "Where's that pin?" And I walk around the gym and I like I'm scouring the floor for a pin. Yeah, and I true. see it laying by a pec deck. That's and I'm like, "There's that pin laying under the pec deck." So someone brought it all the way over to pin a plate and then they just left it on the floor. Yep, and I have been very tempted to cancel memberships for that sort of stuff. It enrages me. Put your shit back where you took it from. I hate it. <laughs> I'm so happy right now. I know you are. That's <laughs> I, what I'm laughing about. <laughs> I'm hearing this, that 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 really peaceful Radiohead song, "Everything in Its Right Place," in my head. Everything calming yeah, me, yeah. Down. yeah, in its right place, yeah, 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 yeah just yeah, calming yeah. me down. Breathe, breathe,
1: and then breathe, a guy moves
2: breathe. the pin. And then a guy yeah. moves the Where's pin.
1: The pin go? Yeah. Because you, you render that, that machine useless. And then the next machine, somebody's like, oh, I need a pin. And they take it from the machine. It's so just yeah, a rotating mess. Like That's what happens. Musical yeah. chairs yeah.
0: of pins going on. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy. So how's this? We had a bag. We had a box. <laughs> we, I, I'm talking to the Atlantis rep when we ordered a piece of equipment or whatever. And I was like, hey, send me an extra, like, 40 pins. Right. So he sent me a box with, like, 40 Atlantis pins. Nice. They're almost all gone. You're kidding me. Like, we, we don't have any extras left. Like, I have to order more pins. I'm like, where did those yep. pins go? Like, who, like... <clears throat> That's the and whole yeah. gym,
2: though, right? I mean, I, your gym, I feel like, is more advanced across the board as far as, obviously, the dumb things, because you're losing these. But our gym has had to... Permanently lock in like the handles for like uh, the cable crossovers, you know, oh, the soft yeah. ones. Yeah. You could still put like a rope on there as well, but they've actually secured them in because they'll end up missing or one will be missing. And it's the right. same thing in our gym. The issue that we run into is people pick things up where it could be a dumbbell. I'll be in the stretching room and there's a two and a half pound dumbbell from the other side of the gym or a five pound dumbbell yeah. just sitting in there. Yeah. I'm like, this doesn't go here. So no. I, I can only imagine the struggles because the, the people who made those decisions in our gym, they, they don't want to do that. They no. want to be able to remove that, yeah. but they can't because literally, now, and we're not talking about theft. People are just dumb and move them all over the place. And the only reason I ran into it is because there's a couple pieces in the gym. Remember Ron, when we were training at uh, muscle factory, I used the handles to hold where I couldn't reach a handle grip on the leg press. I do that on certain things. If it doesn't have a proper handle placement for my short ass arms, I'll (laughs) use uh, a crossover handle underneath of something to create my own handles.
1: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I went
2: to do that at the gym and there were none available. Yeah. So I was like, oh, they're all now cemented in because people can't put them back. Yeah. Yeah. I totally knew why. I was like, understood. (laughs) Yeah. We've experimented we've
0: experimented with leaving certain things on the floor versus Mm -hmm. putting them behind the desk. Okay. And, and there's just certain things that have to be behind the desk or people just have no respect to put them back where they go at all. Hmm. No one gives a shit. So we have to like, like keep them behind the desk and people have to come up and ask for them. We're like, okay, you're on Uh, camera getting this purple band.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Bring it back. I, I, I have to back. ask too, separate subject, but because it's driving me crazy. Have you found by having like hip thrust machines that people aren't monopolizing your Smith's machines as much anymore? Oh, absolutely. Okay, yeah, good. that helps a lot. Yeah, hip hip thrust machines open up the Smith's for
0: sure. Huh. We have two Cause cause hip That drives now. me
2: crazy in our gym. <laughs> and obviously, as I'm looking to outfit a new gym, it's something I was thinking about. I'm like, every time I go to the – I'm like – And then the other problem is, and and hey, if you don't have a hip thrust machine, I'm not hating on you, lady, but typically when you see a a woman doing her hip thrusts, the next thing is going to be another movement right there. So, she's going to be on that Smith for 30 to 40 minutes. Yeah. Yeah, It'll be be lunges after that, and then it'll be squats. So, I was wondering about that because I was like, man, I think if we had like a couple variations of hip thrusts, I might be able to actually get away with three Smith machines. So, we have... (laughs) We have the hip thrust bench,
0: right? That, Mm -hmm. you know, that that hip thrust bench that you can use a barbell. But then we also have the Nautilus glute drive, which we've had for several months, which is really popular. There's that tons of gyms have that one. But we just got, we also just got the hammer strength, the new hammer strength hip thrust. Oh, wow. and it is awesome. Um, There's some people that like the Nautilus better. It seems to be certain heights of people like, yeah, yeah, they sort of vary. Um, and then the, the thing is with the Nautilus, the handles go forward. So when you unrack it, you push the handles forward and you can kind of cheat with your hands if you want to, or you have to, whereas the hammer strength one, you lift the hammer one up and the handles come back. Okay. (laughs) So you can't, it's all, yeah. And so you kind of grab the belt with your hands and you're just hip thrusting like, so it's, it's a forces you to be more strict and honest
1: Mm, and
0: right. it's—I felt like it was for a little bit of a taller guy, so I liked it. I like it a little better, but they're hmm. both great, uh-huh. and they both get used a ton. And now there's no huh. one hip thrusting on our Smith. Is and this you know, the machine run? It.
1: Is that it? Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. it's killer. Yeah. And another I thing, I have to
0: give—yeah, I have to give a shout out to Hammer again. Um, we've had a lot of equipment through the gym. We've tried a lot of brands. We've tried a lot of pieces. A lot of fancy new <clears throat> stuff coming through. But man, when we got that hammer hip thrust, I took a look at it and I thought, this is solid. There's not a single bolt on this thing that's going to break. There's not a single weld that's going to last less than 35 years. There's not a single thing about this machine that is weak. Because I look at machines now, like when we were walking around
1: FIBO, Scott, yeah, looking at you stuff. you mentioned it. You know how times. I kept
0: pointing at stuff? I was yeah. like, that one's got too many cables on it. That one has too many pivot points. That one yep. has too many small bolts. And you showed Allen me, you're piece. like,
1: this is a weak spot here. This isn't going to break. You're like, we have this machine, and this piece comes out every three months. And, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I, I see that stuff now. When I look at nice, like some people look at stuff, and they're like, wow, that looks like a cool bicep machine. And I go, that looks like a huge pain in the ass for yeah. me. Right, and when that hammer hip thrust hit the floor, I was like, "This hammer is going to be like that kid that never gets in trouble and gets straight A's, and you don't have to worry about them. Right? <laughs> it's just that's like, my boy. This is, this is the zero maintenance hip thrust. Like we're just going to park it here, and in thirty years, this is still going to be here working perfectly fine. Yeah, no maintenance. Yeah, right. Might have to put new upholstery on it by then, but that's about it.
2: Yeah, that's that's, oh. that's hammer across the board, though. Right? Shout out I was just hammer, telling. Man. I was just telling a friend that, that that's looking at the gym with me. I was like, their equipment only has like one pivot point. Yeah. So, yeah, you don't worry. Like you, you buy it, you put it over there and you, and you make sure that the uh, housekeeping department keeps it clean. Good to go. Yeah. Yeah,
0: I know. And, and I hear people say stuff like, you know, um, I've heard people say, I'll ask them, hey, how's this gym? And they're like, oh, it's a great gym. You know, so-and-so, the owner's a great guy, has a great gym. It's kind of old school, though. It's like it's all just hammer equipment. You know, they don't really have any of the new stuff that's, you know, they don't have any of this brand or that brand or this brand. It's all just kind of like, you know, that regular hammer setup. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, hmm, I get it. That gym owner. Smart man. <laughs> that gym owner, he's had enough. He's had enough yep. bullshit, and I get it. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, that's just my little my little thing for all the gym owners out there that are just thinking the same thing and are afraid to say it. So, you know, there's lots of great brands, but I'm just giving Hammer some credit for that hip
1: thrust. It was a nice reminder. As the producer, I have two options for you guys right now. Number one. So number one, we could, yes, I said the, you know, the producer. The producer. Uh, We could talk about Dusty's birthday and then call it a day on this and do uh, a a separate Q&A because we have uh, at least 15 questions still or wow. we could talk about Dusty's birthday and Rapid Fire these out and do it all as one podcast i'm going to leave it up to you guys on on what we do you want to do 2 let's talk, talk about do too. let's talk about Dusty's birthday then this is wednesday episode let's do Dusty's
2: birthday yeah.
1: let's do yes. Dusty's birthday so let well, me tell
0: you something let me tell you something yes. before we get
2: started shoot yes
0: before we get started May 7th, 1981. Here it is. Yep. <laughs> to many people, it was just a regular Thursday. But to Mama Hanshaw, it was delivery day. <laughs> delivery. Yes. So now Scott and I looked up May 7th. Yes, And we did. May 7th,
1: 1981.
0: Specifically. And we found some interesting stuff about that day. Oh, boy. I just <laughs> looked right? up
1: May 7th through history yeah yeah, yeah. so right. scott
0: scott did the may 7th through history and i looked at may 7th 1981 and there was a lot of you know stuff on there about may 7th 1981 that people we don't care about but the one that i thought was funny you know the one that i thought was interesting that dusty might appreciate hmm. is that on may 7th 1981 thursday stand-up comedian jerry seinfeld from Massapequa, new york Prefer, performed for a national audience for the very first time by being introduced by Johnny Carson
1: on The Tonight Show. You're kidding me. Wow. That's pretty cool. That just there made my birthday cool. I thought that was a cool one. So <laughs> the country, cool nobody one.
0: knew. Jerry Seinfeld was just a small club stand-up. And then on May 7, 1981, the day you were born, he appeared on The Tonight Show, and it all began for him. So
2: there you go. Does that, that also funny. throw you guys off that he's old enough? Like, he doesn't seem very old to me. He's in his 60s, man. six he does not look like he's in his 60s. Am I nuts? Like, damn. No. I look way I'm worse than him. and I'm in my 40s. <laughs> These fucking bodybuilding drugs ruin you.
1: <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's you know great. Who, yeah. So, you know who else shares Dusty's birthday? May 7th. But 1962 is robbie knievel the son of evil knievel how about ah, that there you, yeah, there that. you go yeah Little i like the shared thing, birthday yeah. one i like the shared yeah. birthday. The shared one. birthday is a good one i i, I share a, cool. a birthday with roger moore do you, you know, really my no way
0: the james bonds yeah that's a good that's, that's a good awesome james bond
1: man. to share a birthday with too you know if you had yeah, to pick yeah, a james bond
0: banged a lot of chicks
1: There's a lot of like um, like, uh, stuff that happened in politics, like, you know, the Korean people moved missiles. This happened, that happened. Uh, There was a major storm in 1950 on May 7th, 1950. A major storm on the East Coast caused a number of deaths and major flooding between New York and Boston with winds of 65 miles an hour. Is that is that I don't even know 65 miles an hour. I mean, that's pretty intense. What's an average wind? Fifteen? Something like yeah. that. No oh, idea. Yeah. 10-15, I think. you so know that Pretty, sure. It's pretty intense.
0: You, you, <laughs> you, you, you also share a birthday with uh, probably the king of YouTube, Mr. Beast. Oh. May 7th is also his birthday.
1: Well, you got a lot in common there. Kind of interesting. That.
0: And I also need to point out, too, that when I actually uh, chat GPT'd you, um, you, it actually said you were an internet personality. I didn't Ooh. say you were a pro bodybuilder. I actually got one that said you were an internet personality. That's
2: more <laughs> accurate,
0: in my opinion. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which sort of like shows
2: it's learning. You. It's learning to actually focus on something I do decently. Um, <laughs> you also you also share a
0: birthday with Canadian legend and WWE superstar the late great
2: Owen Hart. Nice. So now we go. Yeah, that's where it's going for me. A couple of fun yes. birthdays.
1: Nineteen seventy one. The Concord, the world's uh. First, faster-than-sound passenger Super plane. supersonic passenger jet. Yeah. Took off for a 75-minute publicity flight in At 1971. <laughs> that's cool. A lot of
2: expensive things started on yeah. the 7th of the yeah. years. Yeah. It yeah, appears. that was good. Huh. That, that was good shit. Otherwise, not a hell of a lot happened the
0: day you were born, Dusty. Uh, no. You no. Know. We scoured the that's, internet. It was kind of a day off for a lot of people. Seems. Yeah, it seemed <laughs> as though
2: it was a day off for the doctors as well. They're like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> oh yes. Well, well, it was definitely a, a solid day. After you know, it, it's it's funny to be removed two years from uh, from almost dying because uh, that's that's the big birthday for me now. Is realizing that uh, five days from today two years ago is when I went decided to take that little nap to throw off our podcast for a month. You're kidding. So, me. Wow. yeah. Yeah. That was the, that was, it's actually funny because I didn't like in hindsight, but I was filming two days before that. Hmm. I had Todd in town. Like, yeah, all this great. I'm glad I got really good content before I decided to shrink. Right. A bit. <laughs> oh, you know, you know who
0: else you got to share a birthday with? Come on, be a good one. Two more people. Well, horror, classic horror. Hollywood legend. Classic Hollywood legend before our time, but Gary Cooper. Oh, Gary that's Cooper classy. May 7th, you know. Nice. One of the one of the you know, one of the the legendary actors of uh not my time, but our time. Yeah. And um and also I remember her from when I was young, Tracy Lords. <sighs> All right, good, Tracy good. Lord. I needed one of those. <laughs> the original, kind of the original Super famous porn star. Yeah. Like change things in there in
2: the 80s. You know, I feel good about that that now. That's the first one I've been proud of right there. That's somebody I want to have this with. So what did you do? What
1: did you do for your birthday
2: yesterday? We went to Atlanta on Saturday. Okay. And we got Nikki literally got an Airbnb that allowed us to get there, walk out the front door, go get a meal at a place I wanted to eat at. Nice. Go back, change, go across the street to a different place. I love the Americano, which is phenomenal. Um, ate there. Then the, the coolest part was we left there and we went to, it's, uh, it's called the, the Red Phone Booth. And okay. it is a place where you have to actually get a secret phone number from like a concierge or whatever to dial into this phone booth, which will open the door to a speakeasy cigar club. Oh wow, that's fun! So they like they won't they literally won't like it, it. even says on their website like if you call them, they will not give you the code. It's not hard to get, yeah. But it's kind of a cool factor where they you know so you go in there. They've got like the speakeasy cigar place. They clip you for the cigars, way too expensive, um, <laughs> yeah. and drinks and all that. So we hung out there, back to the Airbnb, and then uh, the next morning we had a. Uh, I'm a big brunch guy. Yeah, brunch. We is had good. brunch. And then we went to a Braves baseball game and then we came home. So like she packs times with things to do because I've reached a point and I think Ron can can understand this. Like you can't really buy me anything because I'll either already have it or uh, it's too expensive so I don't really want it. Like I I don't, gifts are not really my jam at all but doing stuff is fun for me. You know, like going to do cool stuff. And like I'm not a baseball fan. Like people were probably like, oh, you love baseball. I'm like, no. But I like to go to sporting events and see what kind of food I can eat there. <laughs> right. You know? I like to break the bank on,
1: you know, food at sporting events. So, okay. That's yes. not hard to do from what no. I've seen, you know, at sporting events. No. Hot dog and a soda, you've broke the bank, you know, a lot of but times. But it's
2: not what it used to be. Like, so they had like Literally gourmet nachos, like oh, do you oh. want brisket on that or chicken? And then there's this huge thing. It was wow. fifteen bucks. Yeah, but it was like you're eating at a restaurant. I'm like,
1: yeah, okay, that's not stale bad for fifteen. nachos? Bucks.
2: You don't have that? They're like, oh, we have that too, but that's shit. You want this? I'm like, yes, I yeah. do. Yeah. So yeah, it was good. It was a good. It was a good couple days. But you can tell when you've gotten back into some form of groove with eating when you're like ready to get home and like be right back on everything to normal. Yeah, you yeah. know. Oh, but the only funny thing I I cannot leave out is we walk in the room at our at our Airbnb and she goes, "Oh no!" And I go in the the room and it was like a twin bed. <laughs> oh no! And I was like, "How's this gonna work?" <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, literally, our our bed is the size of the room we were in versus this bed. Right. So you have like a California was, king. Yeah, I just, it was all, like, I like, this is the thing. And you, you guys can tell me how you are in your situation. But to me, when I say, okay, good night, what that means is retreat to your side of the bed and don't touch me. Go over there. <laughs> I'll be over here. We're sleeping now. You want to do anything else? You know, that happens before I say, okay, good night. Good night means over, <laughs> yeah. Go away. It stay.
0: also tells me, judging by the amount of food she fed you, that she probably did all the work.
2: <laughs> That's always the case. <laughs> you were way too full. moving around a lot. Yeah, there was I a lot of movement. Yes, yeah. yeah, so it was all part of the master plan. It was probably part of the reason for the cho- the chosen uh, miniature bed. Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah. So, but good times, yes. And, and Atlanta is a great uh, city to go to because they uh, – it depends on where you go obviously but uh if you go to the higher end area like you i didn't need to get into a, a uber once you just walk that's cool right i like that like every little thing so yeah it was awesome awesome trip
0: well i'm glad you had a so, good birthday man i'm glad you had a good birthday that's uh you deserve that you know how many I'm years sure porn since star. You, uh, how many years yeah <laughs> well
2: yeah there you go awesome how, how how many how long has it been since you kind of died was that two? Two seven, years two almost, years? almost two years. Yes, it's, it's like a old news now. It's not even that exciting anymore. You find out that after you die and don't die, it loses its its luster. So well, we're happy any- to have you. We're glad but, you're but, here. I got one. I gotta go. I gotta go a little philosophical
0: before we go here. Is there anything right. that crossed your mind this birthday that you think wouldn't have crossed your mind had you not gone through that whole coma thing? Is there any, oh, yeah. I mean, I know day to day you have moments, you've told me that, but you know, is this on a birthday,
2: is there any sort of particular reflection that you have? Yeah, I think, I mean, and now of course it's doubled down, but uh, between that and then my mother passing just a few weeks ago, a lot of that, like you definitely realize just simple things. And now it's w- without soapboxing. you kind of hope people will realize like simple things that they just don't, you know, like my mother I was six years old until the day she died in her brain. Hmm. Like she would call me and leave a voicemail singing happy birthday when I was 41 years old. And it was like, it was funny. It was always our thing, you know, and I would laugh. And like I woke up that morning, I was like, oh, that's weird. Hmm. That's not going to happen today. You know what I mean? And it's not a sad story because what it is, it was an appreciation of the stuff that I I underappreciated before. And then, so all that does between the, you know, between my sickness and that stuff is things we've already talked about, Ron, where I very much pay attention to every detail. Like in the past, if a bunch of people say happy birthday to you, like on Instagram or whatever, I was like, oh, thanks. And now I'm like, you actually took the time to message me. Like, that's a lot now. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You really do realize that that's minor thing. And they probably don't think anything of it, you know, especially if they don't actually know you. But when you read it, you're like, man. You took the time to do that, so there there is a lot more awareness, and and I I'm appreciative of that part permanently, because that's every cool. little moment, like any moment I have, I'm like, wow,
1: this is awesome right now. Mm-hmm. You know, Ron put past, thought into know, this. Ron thought of you know, put thought into this. He, Ron said, hey, we got to do something nice for Dusty's birthday, so you can you can add Ron to your list. He he was thinking about you. That was last night. It wasn't even today. He's like, we got to set something like up. That's like planning. Yeah, he played for this. Was so weird because was a hooker came
2: over today too, and I knew that was from Ron. Um, <laughs> she was great, by the way. I don't know why you didn't let her stay in the room that last time when she came in, but whatever. It would have cost hotel. extra. <laughs> <laughs> she called me John. Also, I was like, "Come on in, baby. I can be your John." <laughs> Smart. <laughs> no, was okay. was
0: though. But well, that's it. I'm I'm glad, Dusty. Thank you for your your wisdom. I won't uh, crap on it by adding anything. I will say, like, share, subscribe, comment, and bring the bell from the birthday boy. And remember, <laughs> I am for all your mutant needs. Dusty 20 is the code because it's his birthday this week. And uh, mm-hmm. like I said, Big Ron 20 is always available, you know, for those of you that want to use like it, me. even though it was Dusty's birthday. <laughs> and, uh, and then also remember the Patreon scott putting in a lot of hours making these shows happen the think big bodybuilding network uh patreon for the cup for the price of a cup of coffee you can support think big bodybuilding network remember coffees are like 14 dollars (laughs) now yeah right dollars a month right okay thanks everyone we appreciate you and uh yeah look forward to the next episode guys remember it's just bodybuilding